John the Viking Mauser here with the Get Strong or Die podcast. Today my guest is Danny Dyer. How are you doing today? I'm good, John. How are you? Doing great. <clears throat> um, so this is your first time on the podcast. Um, I'd like to our, our uh, listeners to get to know you. Um, can you give us just a, a brief background? Yeah, so um, I am from Murfreesboro, Tennessee, um, born and raised, uh, so it's near Nashville. Um, I grew up a competitive dancer all my life. Um, I was, I, I don't look like a typical dancer, so I was always kind of um, verbally like abused and kind of like body shamed in that sense um, growing up. And um, it was one of those things where like I never was considered really an athlete or strong um, in any respect. So. I worked as hard as I could to be the best at jumps or the best at turns, you know, leaps, stuff like that. And um, for me, like throughout like this journey that I've had um, now with opening up Danny Fitness and, um, you know, being like a, you know, young um, sole owner of a, of a company and, and things like that, like I have learned a lot about myself and I've learned, um, you know, throughout that basically my whole platform is like fighting for what you want. And with that being said, like that's where that kind of all started. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like with the thing and like being kind of put like on the back burner always. And so I kind of love to just be like that underestimated person that's going to like show out. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so um, I, I don't, I don't know anything about dancing. So um, some of these questions might be weird, but uh, so, uh, they typically don't like lift weights, right? I mean, that's not like, it's not really pushed, is it? Or No, not at all. So like, for instance, like literally I took every possible class I could take, like that was offered. So like if there was like, I mean, I would be there for like six hours, like a night, you know, sometimes like I'd be there from like as soon as dance was or school was over, I would go to dance. Um, and then I also did like dance team at school. So, you know, for us, like the regimen was like more dance, variety of dance. So like either, you know, you're doing tap, hip hop, jazz, um, you know, modern, uh, lyrical, like, you know, any format that you can. Um, and, and, you know, and then basically that's like to help you get better in conditioning classes were like core work and then like leaps and turns to perfect your leaps and turns. So it was very just like that. Um, we never ran. Um, we, you know, we didn't set foot in a gym together. That was just not a thing. You were in the studio or you were at school. Okay, cool. And what, what was the ages for this? What were you like? So I started dancing at the age of three and, um, with ballet, tap and jazz, like most dancers do. And I tried out and auditioned for, um, the competition team and there were four different levels of the competition team ruby emerald sapphire and diamond and basically it was like kind of based on your age and your skill level so i was the oldest person on the youngest team because i kind of got a late start and then i literally moved up the next year to the next level the next year to the next level and then i was the youngest on the oldest team and oh, wow. the they ever had so i progressed very quickly um and, uh, but that was also because I was doing as many extra, as many extra, uh, classes as I could, uh, formats as I could and just worked as hard as I could. <clears throat> That's cool. Do you think, um, w with what you know, with, uh, what you know now with, um, uh, lifting and stuff, do you think that, that lifting would have helped at all with that? Or do you, do you think it, it makes a difference? 
Yes. So I think that because what had happened was I actually fractured my back when I was 15. I also did gymnastics on top of all of this because, you know, if the cool girl can do a round of a handspring, um, you know, she's going to get a front spot in the dance. Right. Right. So um, I repeatedly kept doing like aerials, which are like no handed cartwheels. And like in dance shoes. So I ended up being fractured in my back. And so I had to actually start with a personal trainer because it was either that or surgery. And um, and that's how I got like acclimated kind of to strength training. But I really didn't know what I was doing. I like went and take to Zumba and then I would like go do some machines with them and like whatever. So I didn't really learn anything. I just did the movements. And then um, with like the strength training stuff, like now that I know, I, I, I could have just, I think I could have been like, unstoppable you know with ha- like just feeling stronger endurance wise because of lifting weights and you know that like when you lift really heavy and stuff people think oh it's like no cardio but like it is especially strong man you know yeah <laughs> i think it definitely could have helped oh that's cool yeah very cool so um so you did dance and then and then you uh broke your back and, and got kind of training there when did um you kind of get into like serious barbell training and strongman and all that well, so basically, like, when I I had gotten into a dance college in, like, L.A., like, New York and stuff, and uh, my parents were like, no, you're not going to that. Like, I was 17, didn't have money, whatever, so I was like, okay, cool, like, so I guess I'll go to college or whatever in Knoxville and stuff like that, and I went to UC. So I started, um, I didn't move for, like, a year. I had no movement. I just found a really bad habit and, like, didn't do anything. But anything that I had kind of learned in the gym prior to that, I didn't remember I felt insecure. I felt like I shouldn't be in the gym. I so I would just go in there and like walk on the treadmill. So it wasn't until like sophomore year of school and finally I was like, you know what? Like I'm just gonna give it a go. And I went in the gym and I saw that they were auditioning for group fitness instructors. And I was like, shoot, I used to take some Zumba classes. I'm a dancer. Like I could do this. So I went in there and did all the other auditions and interviews and got to be an instructor. And then started like I, I taught everything: cycling, kickboxing, everything. And then that's where I created my dance format called Move Fit. Anyway, after that, I became a personal trainer um, the, That like a year and a half later. So I was in the gym all the time. So I saw people working with barbells. I saw people doing stuff. And I actually had a friend who kind of went through stuff with me because she was really into powerlifting. And I mean, I was just holding a bar. I was on like, you know, like a 35-pound bar doing like RDLs and like some cleans and with horrible form. Like when you look back at the videos, you're like, dang, that was so bad. And, uh, and so I kind of had learned something like that from her, but then it wasn't really until like after college, I went to an all women's called the living resort in Vermont. And like, there was no barbell work. There were no heavy, heavy weights there. Um, so I just did like circuits and hiked and things like that. So then afterwards we were going on like, I don't know, 2000 and mm, I want to say like 16. At this point, I actually got a job at a corporate gym in Franklin. And it wasn't until almost going into 2017 that I um, got had got with a coach who was like, hey, like come to my classes and stuff like that. So we did a lot of free weights and we started getting barbell work. And but it, but it was always like, yeah, I'm kind of stronger than everyone, but I was in a class with like a bunch of moms and stuff, you know. <laughs> so it wasn't really a, like a, this thing where like I knew what I was doing at all. But he kind of taught me some things. I got more comfortable with it, started back squatting, started deadlifting, whatever. Um, but then. Literally, it was like a year ago, about a month ago, so a little over a year ago, that I went to the National Fit Competition. National Fit Magazine puts it on, and it was the first year, and I ended up being second. And I saw this guy, Matt Quiston, 
too. I don't know if you met him yet. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's like the red haired like Viking god and, and he's awesome. And he was there like supporting one of his clients. And I saw how supportive he was, so I was like, Man, like I want that, right? And he obviously looked strong. And I was just like, I really want to be stronger because no one in like Nashville was like taking me seriously. They're like, do the female weight, go to CrossFit and like do the female weight. And I'm like, Well, I can do more and I'm not getting a good workout, right? So and at this point, like I was a little bit heavier than what I am now. I was like 15 pounds heavier than what I am now. And so it was just like, people weren't taking me seriously and whatever. So he actually, you know, started working with me. He's like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I just want to be strong as like, I'll get out. Like, just like, look through it. And he was like, okay, like, cool. Like, you know, let's see where you're at. So I started doing stuff. About after a month, about after my 25th birthday, he was like, and he's like, you know, you're like really strong, right? And I was like, I mean, I thought I was right, and so he was. He was like, "Well, let's like push it. Let's see what, what you got." So I started doing stuff, and like I'm PRing every week. I'm just like doing all these like crazy things. And he's like, "Okay, you need to talk to Blake Harris. He's the Music City Strongman." And he's like, "I did this strongman competition in Mammoth." And he was like, "This was last year, or not this past one, but the one before." And he's like, "And I like got caught up with this nationals thing." And he was like, "So you like you should check it out." And I'm like, "Okay, well like." I mean, sure. And at this point, you know, I've been doing like serious barbell work for not even six months, you know. And um, and so then talked to Blake or whatever, and on the phone for two hours. And he was so passionate about strongman that I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't even like I, if anyone's that passionate about something, like I want to be a part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, if you tell me to go jump off a bridge, but you're like all about it, and you're like, this is gonna be epic. It's gonna be the best thing in your life. I'm like, let's do it. Um, and so we went to um, Davy McCann's show, and um, and you know, and we did all the stuff, and me and Matt both won. And then after that, we went to your brother's show in West Virginia, and um, at that point, all along this journey, that was like a month later, and I qualified for nationals there. But like all along this time, we're like kicking in a year. Like I'm I'm trying to walk with like a certain a certain amount of weight, and I'm literally learning because I learned all the fundamentals essentially. Like I knew how to deadlift, I knew how to do you know, back squat and front squat and whatever. And we've been drilling and drilling and drilling it. And so we started pairing strongman with that. And it was just like, it was more natural, like for me, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. (laughs) So so, the answer is in a very long drawn out way. Not a lot of time, like not, not really a lot of, um, maybe if you really want to like slice it down, like since 2017 that I started like even like touching barbells. Cool. And uh, did you, you ended up going to uh, Nationals, right? Yes. Yep. I went to Nationals. I think I got 12th overall. Uh, Blake was just really surprised I didn't zero on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Those weights were, like, I had only done all that stuff one time. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, a clean and press 175 over my head. I was not doing that regularly, you know, with, we had to like really try on that, and then like um, circus dumbbell at ninety, I think it was ninety pounds there. I did six times, and so it was just like you know, and like four eighty five for like um, for farmer carries. I mean, like, that was crazy. Like so, it was very very challenging, um, but it was I mean a blast. It was awesome. Very cool. Uh, do you have any um, plans right now for for competitions coming up or anything? Yeah. So um, well, we did mammoth. And I qualified for nationals there again. So did Matt. And then we went to Visa Bluegrass. <laughs> that was um, that was very uh, humbling and uh, very intense. Um, 
And a lot of those girls I had seen at Nationals before, so like they recognized me, and you know, it's kind of like, oh, like, we're all here, whatever. And um, that was intense. And then the next competition is actually the one that Blake's putting on. So the first one to be in Nashville at the, um, the Music City Expo. Um, and so it's the strongest band competition, and that's July 20th. So um, I'm super excited about that. So we're training for that, but also Nationals events got posted. So obviously training for like, you're just getting stronger. Honestly, like right now, I've been on like a hypertrophy phase, and I've, I've done um, going into like a strength phase right now, and just like putting on muscle and really just getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, really, because now it's like we have the technique. I have a good form, you know, and, I, and I've always had good form, like total body work and functionally, because that's what my training or I train people in, because um, my my main like niche, would you say, is weight loss for women, um, and I do work with men, I do work with kids, you know, I work with anybody, type, shape, size, whatever, because um, I'm a positive body activist, so for me, being a larger frame body always, um, you know, I, I know how people feel on being like not as healthy and, and having the whole, like, I mean, I, I used to eat just trash, you know, just trash. Like I never ate healthy growing up. I never ate vegetables. <laughs> I mean, sugar straight out of the bowl. Like, you know what I mean? So anyway, so for me now, <laughs> add in <laughs> real, but to add in like, you know, having the knowledge base with like proper form or barbell technique and how it, it is, for, it's functionally like anyone should, should be able to do that. You know, yeah. Um, like, feel afraid to put a bar on their back and squat with it, or sit onto a step and then stand back up, and you know, and go from there. So it's just such a progression, and there's so much more that is open at my wheelhouse. Um, you know, with doing uh, those type of movements. Very cool. So, <clears throat> um, I know it applies with uh, strongman and stuff, but with your niche, um, is there any uh, mindset stuff that, that you have to do um, and things that carry over between the two? Um, a, a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are very interested in um, mindset and how people train that and how they look at things. Um, is, is there anything that, that you have in that department? For sure. Yeah, that's my whole thing is like turning the negative into a positive. That is like my slogan. And, you know, besides like buy for what you want. And for me, you know, it is one of those things that in my holistic triangle that I talk about, I talk about good fuel, you know, fueling your body properly for like what you're doing, what you're preparing for, good movement. So doing the things that, you know, are going to help our body efficiently and not just wearing ourselves out and just killing ourselves, right? Um, so for longevity purposes. And then the positivity element. Because for so long, I was so negative about things. And I was like, I'll never lose weight. I will never be that person. I will never look like that. I will never be strong. You know, all these negatives. And that, that it was because I had had that put upon me. But I was not always like that as a child. So it's like now that I've come full, it's like I've come full circle. Like I'm back how I used to be before people started, like, essentially. Um, you know, and being like, oh, like, should you be wearing that crop top? And like, you know, and things like that. And so for me, um, with the positivity, you know, it is a, you basically turn away the nonsense. Like I always say, like, stop the nonsense. Um, so meaning, you know, people, your doubts, your negative self-talk, like turning that away and focusing truly on like, what is that one positive I can find in a world of negative? And that is when, when I tell my clients the fact that they want, they're going back to what is that one positive? So it's like most of them, you know, will tell me that they just want to be, they just want to be, you know, someone that like their kids can look up to. 
or they can set the example for the people around them because they want them to be healthier or whatever is their fight, like they're what they're fighting for. Like that is what I want them to channel every time they get their movement. Every time they start to feel negative or they're like, man, why am I, why do I even bother? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that mindset, you know, for me, people like, are like the straw man. They say like, how do you look that amount of weight? How do you do this? How do you, whatever. And I think that every straw man is different. But for me, like, Literally, like, I don't care how much it is. I don't really want to know the weight. And my coach is getting mad at me about that. But, like, um, I don't I don't want to know because I just want to lift it up. Because if I tell myself I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but if I sit there and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, that weight is so heavy and it's going to hurt. And I might pop blood vessels in my face. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's just like, stop the nonsense. Like, stop talking. <laughs> just do it. Right? Yeah. And it's like... So I think that a lot of the negatives, like if you go into something negatively, like it's going to come out that way. Um, you've already predetermined like the destiny. So why not go into it thinking you're, you know, like we always said, my nickname is like Danny Dynamite. So like why not tell yourself you're Danny Dynamite, like channel your inner superhero, whatever you got to do, but like go for it. You know, because what do you have to lose at that point? Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Yeah, I think I think that's all all key points. Uh, I agree with that a lot. Um, <clears throat> now, um, you know, a little more uh, specific when you're going into a strongman competition, and um, with your mindset, uh, do you think do you ever think about uh, what your competitors are doing or anything like that, or are you more focused on your own performance? C- uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So truly especially when I first got in a strongman, man, like I was dancing around, like shaking my booty. Like I was like in my booty shorts, like, Hey, like what's going on? You know what? You know, I was just like happy to be there and be a part of the road trip, you know, cause you're just traveling to Kentucky or West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> like nine hours in the car with Blake and his wife, man. Like I was just, I, it was hilarious. We were delirious. Like it was awesome. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so thanks to you for showing me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I just, I really didn't care because for me, like I've, I, I have never, like, this is what I kind of like about Charmin, the fact that like I'm going in like women, right. I have never really like compared myself like to other women. Other people wanted me to, mm-hmm. but I never, I'm more so comparing myself to the guys and being like, I want to look what they're lifting or I want to do what they're doing or I want to like look strong like them. So for me, like, when I get out there, you know, it really is one of those things where, like, I know that I want to do my best, and I'm not getting mad that, like, oh, that girl went faster than me. Like, who cares about that? Like, I care that, like, why didn't I go faster? Like, why didn't I feel more prepared for this? Like, mm-hmm. that is, like, you know, or I feel like, you know, if I if I killed it, or, you know, when I got first and stuff like that, like, I'm like, yeah, I genuinely deserve this because, like, I just gave it my all. Uh-huh. There, was, there was nothing more I could have done. Um, that's kind of how I, how I look at it. Um, it's more of a competition myself. So if you ever see me like get down about anything, which I try not to do that at all, because again, you know, life's too short. Um, it's one of those things where like the prep before the competition, like how Blake has told us is the, that is the grind. That is the hardship. That is the, if you're going to like get down and cry because you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. that's the time to do it. Um, especially if you got a weight cut, like, hello. Um, but, um, and so for me, like, you know, 
like that's the time. So when we're there, that is like a celebration. That's like us hanging out with our friends. Like that's us lifting, being encouraging. Like you know, and like no matter what, you know. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's um, a pretty common way to look at things um, amongst people that do really well. Uh, there's actually a book. I think it's called With Winning in Mind. Um, it's an older book. And um, a guy basically went around and interviewed all these um, medalists from the Olympics. And the common theme is like 90% of them said that they don't really care um, at all about their opponents. They don't look how they're training. They don't they don't really pay any attention to that. They're more concerned of their with their own performance. And um, I think a lot of the people in Strongman, especially the newer ones, they get so caught up in uh, what what their opponents are doing, and uh, and you know they'll go on Instagram and look up every every person that's signed up in their class, and it just gets to be ridiculous. That's time you could have spent meal prepping or or, or thinking about Strongman or whatever. Yeah, staying focused and staying on the track, right. and and like I don't actually get that. And like I think you know, we me and my coaches and everybody like I mean I like it all talked about that. And like you know, it's fun to be realistic. Like when you're you're going against like some people that are like veterans, they are like in it and whatever. But at the end of the day, like I continually said that, and like I tell myself it too. It's like at the end of the day, it doesn't change anything. Like like you're where you are, they're where they where they are. But you either bring it or you don't. Right. You know? Um, and, yeah, and I think that, like, I think that it applies to life just in general. But if you continue to sit here and compare, and that's, like, what the issue is with a lot of women right now, a lot of females, even men, but, like, especially the females um, focusing on, I, you know, need to look this certain way, or I need to be like her, I need to be like, you know, how she does, I need to act like how she acts, I need to, like, whatever. And it's, like, that is so upsetting because you should be focusing on, like, what can you make yourself like what like like what can you how can you be your best self right yeah so like be kind like that person is but like with the intention of like how kind can you be without like you know what i mean yeah like i don't be fake or whatever like it being true to yourself um because I, I don't know i just think that it's a waste of time um i think it's human nature that we want to you know be kind of competitive or be like that um but that's not how I'm going to choose to live out my strongman journey. Um, so, yeah. Very cool. Um, so let's change gears a little bit. Uh, you did the um, Strongest Woman in the Forest competition last year. Um, yeah. One of those events was uh, steel bending. T- tell me, um, well, what, what did you think of the event? How did you train for it? What do you think about steel bending? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, like. Can we get a picture of my face somewhere (laughs) for when I was doing it? Um, (laughs) I love that. So, like, I went to the moment that I found out that that was, like, an event, I went to Home Depot. Actually, I went, like, seven different places. And nowhere had had that that steel. Like, nowhere had those um, that thickness. I think it was, I don't know, do you remember what, like, thickness it was? Uh, I don't remember uh, your class. No, I, I imagine it was um, maybe quarter inch by uh, eighteen inch or something. Maybe. Yeah. So whatever it is, right? So like I'm like trying to find what that one is, and it's like out of like it, it's like they're out everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> how can you out of the one steel bar that I need? Like I need to practice. <laughs> I got like the half inch. So like we're trying to do the half inch one day, and freaking Blake did it. Like it, like it was. 
nothing um, on the way up to West Virginia. So I had them in the back of my car. Um, but no, but so we worked on, finally got some or whatever. And um, of the, or no, actually, I only got like the, the easier ones, like than that. And so I was like, well, that's not going to help me practice at all. So I just was, the first time we did it out there was the first time I tried it. And um, got the first one really easily. And the second one, man, I, I kept pulling and kept pulling. I think if I had a little bit more time, because I don't know, it was just a technique thing too, you know? And you're like, do I use like my knee? Do I my like hip like my inner thigh I mean like what am I doing to bend this bar but I thought it was so cool because it was really one of those things like just didn't know how anybody was going to do it yeah. you know watch different techniques and you're like oh man like I should have put it in between my legs like how they did you know the thighs and then they like went in like my legs are probably my strongest part of my body right now yeah. so like epic idea right so but I, I do think it was it was pretty cool <laughs> that's awesome well uh, there is a. A what? No, go ahead. I was gonna say my face. Literally to this day, Blake still like zooms in on my face <laughs> and like sends a picture like to us. Like, oh, are you having a bad day? Like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> the track day for sure. But I, I want to take one up. I would love for people to like that right there. That's that's what you want to look like as you're. That means you are working your booty off. I love it. <laughs> Why isn't that your uh, your profile pic yet? <laughs> oh man, I'm sure somebody one day will get my phone and we'll just upload that. And then uh, but yeah, I think the other day they were all doing a thing like um, uh, where it was like the best deadlift face or something like that. And I literally tagged on there. I was like, if y'all want to talk about Ben and Phil Bar faces, like I got y'all. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, I was going to say, uh, there's actually a steel bending um, competition in Michigan. Uh, it recently happened or whatever, but if you felt inclined, you could always go there. And they, they do, like, I think it's like 10 different uh, steel bending events. Oh and um, I went so this crazy. year. It was a good time. Yeah? Yeah, it was That's pretty awesome. cool. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I like, I think, um, Tim, it's strong man storytelling. Is that, is that correct? Um, yeah, I think he, so. I, I saw him one day at a random, like, event that I had went to, and he was, like, bending, like, legitimate, like, seal, like, you would see, like, I, I don't even know. It was crazy. And after I saw that, I was like, man, I ever got to do that. And then it just so happened I got to do that in West Virginia, and it was just like, that's really cool. So I think that's what's cool about Charmin, too, is like, you, you never know, like, what the, you know, what the events are going to be or how, how like, old school they're going to be, too, which I thought was super yeah. cool about that one. <clears throat> um, have you got to do any of the um, head-to-head events yet, like um, pole push or moss wrestling? No, I've watched you do it plenty of times, though. <laughs> I uh, I don't know about all that. Do I've never actually seen females do those. It's like, I, I've never really watched it. I've only seen, like, guys doing that. Um, so, <clears throat> with, with the pole push, um, you know, the women will do it. It just depends how many have signed up for the competition or whatever. So, sometimes the classes are small, but, um, you know, if you had the right competition, you'd have a big enough class. Um, the moss wrestling, um, 
it's the same kind of situation if it's in a strongman competition, but at the actual Moss competitions, you just there's not a lot of women that sign up. Um, now the, they're allowed to, and there's a class, and there's divisions. They just they just I don't think there's a lot of uh, well, a lot of people don't know it exists, and then yeah. and then there's just it's not a very popular thing to begin with. So um, the, there's typically not a lot, but if you go overseas. Um, like in Russia, where it originated, the women's classes are huge. Okay. But everybody knows about it over there. It's not. It's not some obscure thing, yep. you know. Um, in fact, last year at the Viking Highlander competition, um, which is coming around again, uh, I think it was three women from. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to butcher the name of this country, but I think it's uh, Kazakhstan. Or, or yeah, you know, something like that. They actually flew over here and came to our competition in West Virginia to compete. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean. So, how many strongman competitions have you done? Have I done? Yeah, like how many years have you been doing it? Um, I think this the Forest Festival this year will be my thirteenth year because that was my first competition. Wow. Um, I don't know how many total competitions I've done. Um, I think I did 11 last year. Jeez, wait. (laughs) Your body is like amazing, I'm sure. (laughs) Like, that's so strong. Um, I think I've done maybe four this year already, I think. Um, I went to... uh, the Utah um, Salt Lake City FitCon and did um, the stone lifting championships there. Um, I, um, it was cool. I, I didn't do as well as I wanted, but um, it was my first time doing it and they were all natural stones. Um, so it was like, it was really cool. I'm definitely going to do it again next year. And then I did a, it was crazy because we did that. I literally walked across the building and went right into a sumo wrestling competition <laughs> and then the next day I did another sumo tournament and arm wrestling at the same time. So I would sumo a guy and then arm wrestle a guy and back and forth. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, I'll sign up for anything pretty much. I, it doesn't. <laughs> you're, the, you're the guinea pig. They're like, let's, let's try this out. Let's see, see what you got. Yeah, I'm even going to do a CrossFit competition this year. So You are going to? Yeah, yeah, in um, October, I think. Okay. Yeah. Right. So. More power to you. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'll either I'll either do okay or I'll die, one or the other. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you going to nationals or? What's that? Go to nationals. Uh, I'm not going to compete in nationals, but I'll be there. I have um, I think I have three people going to nationals, and then uh two going or two or three going to masters nationals in Vegas as well. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It should be a good time. (laughs) Um, so, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, one-on-one competitions, Moss wrestling, pull push. Um, so do you think that'll be something you'd be interested in, uh, down, down the road or. No, here's the deal. So like I, do not like like for me 
Um, especially because of like dance. So like, well, uh, it's kind of weird. So like, I don't really care about like, um, like physical touch in a sense, like, like, like physically like pushing somebody or like wrestling or arm wrestling or like stuff like that. I don't really get like a thrill off of that. Um, and with dance, like I liked solos and I liked small groups and I liked mm-hmm. that stuff better with the girls or like, you know, whatever. Um, so for me, um, I would much rather like lift a ton, ton of weight and drop it to the ground or whatever versus like having that contact. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, again, like I would probably have to try it and see, uh, but I just know myself and I, I don't know if that would be like my specialty, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. What about, uh, the team championships? Uh, we haven't seen, um, you guys make an appearance there yet. Wait, where, what is it? The Appalachian <laughs> team championships. <laughs> I don't. You're gonna tell me. I don't even know about that. <clears throat> oh man. Um, so it's uh, it, it's a a regional championship. Uh, it's held in West Virginia, of course, and um, it's teams of six people. Um, well, technically four to six, depending. But mo- most class, most teams will have six, and um, you have a, a lightweight male, a middleweight male, a heavyweight male, and then one female of any of any class. And then you could have two extras. So you could have two more women or another heavyweight guy or whatever you want to plug in there. You can throw them in. Um, <clears throat> and then all the events uh, require four team members to complete the event. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. what uh, Like we have tug of war, four on four tug of war. Um, and then... Some of them are a little complicated, some of the events, so I'm trying to think of one that's easy to explain. Um, so one of the favorites is you have two Hercules holds set up. So any two members are doing Hercules hold. Okay. In front of them is another member, so that's your four team members, right? And the person in front is doing stone to shoulder. And they're allowed to do reps until the person holding the Hercules hold drops it. So, <laughs> and then your score is however many stone to shoulder those two people got. So the Hercules hold actually doesn't affect the score at all. Other than if they drop early, you don't get points from the stone. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's, oh. No, that actually sounds like a lot of fun. I actually think about, I think like, um, Harris, like my coach over, I had actually mentioned that at one point. Um, but, but yeah, but that sounds, I mean, it sounds cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know how we would do like with a team. Like, I don't know how that would go, but, uh, it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. I think, uh, you should bring a team up and if the, the winning team, everybody on the team gets an invite to nationals. What? Yeah. So whoever gets first, that whole team goes to nationals. So I just let Matt, and just do all the heavy stuff and the hard work, and then I, I get to go. Yeah, you could just free ride right in. <laughs> Man, y'all should have told me this like before. <laughs> so that sounds really cool. Yeah, people from all over um, the country come. Cal- we've got people from California, Chicago, everywhere. Yeah. So it's a good time. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so. What do you uh, what do you have going on um, 
now, uh, you know, with, with your business and everything, what, what are you focused on? What's, what's coming up? So those sorts of things. So right now, so I do one-on-one personal training. I do small group training. Um, and, um, I'm in, I've always like, I've opened my business two years ago and I did that in Franklin, Tennessee. Um, and, uh, just trained at a personal training studio. And then over the past like, couple of months, I was like, man, like I really want to do more in Nashville because I do like move it, like M-O-V-E, capital F-I-T. That is my dance format that I created. And so it's basically, basically like a positive body image party, right? Like mm-hmm. love your body, just dance, be silly, have fun. You know what I mean? And, um, and so I do that in like all over Middle Tennessee. And so because of them, that, that I've spent more time in Nashville and then like I get my personal training and strongman practice like in Nashville. So I was like, I'm up here all the time. Like I might as well like start training up here too. But just started at another gym um, called Next Level Fitness. And it's in Nashville. And uh, it's a personal training studio. It's really nice. And, um, and I started training over there. So right now I train in Nashville some days and then Franklin some days. And then I do like pop up all over so I've gone anywhere from you know, like true food kitchen whole foods lululemon you know um cheek wood is where we do the next one on a rooftop in nashville like i go all over with it so it's super fun and it, and it gets different types of clientele and like demographics and stuff that i get to like work with um so it's really fun and then um on top of that i'm planning two big fitness events for um, saint jude so i basically it's like jd fitness presents find your fit um, festival so that's like my event that I created um, and it's variety of movement so basically I wanted to bring the community together versus tear it apart so what I did was I created an event where it's basically like a fitness buffet so you have like eight different fitness formats that are going to be out there on stage like an amphitheater um, and uh, I started this in Franklin literally a month after I started my business so this will be going on the third year of the event and cool. um yeah, it's, it's really cool. And, like, all the proceeds go to St. Jude. And I'm actually a St. Jude ambassador now. So that's cool, too. And um, and so, basically, besides the fitness aspect, I have all these sponsors that come out. And so, you know, we got, uh, you know, anywhere from chiropractors to Reiki to hydration therapy to, you know, just all these different things to help you live your best healthy lifestyle. So, you know, what's more, like, think about how gyms are so intimidating, right? Or going to a competition or something like that's just not for like normal people right at that moment mm-hmm. so like why not come to an open beautiful park on a, a saturday in august and you know come try out um, all different types of fitness and maybe find your fit like where you go you know and um and feel safe so that's what i do and i teach my new fit format there um you know we do all that and then uh, this year i'm expanding it to nashville so we're doing it at fontanelle um in nashville it's like a music venue um, so that'll be really cool. Uh, so basically, I'll have both those events. August 9th is in Nashville, and August 17th is in Franklin. Um, and they're $25 minimum donation, and $25 for the ticket. Um, and then my Instagram is Fitness one so it's the same as my Facebook. So if anyone wants any information about that, those events, or if you want to come down to Nashville for it, like, hey, we'll party, you know, we'll go have some fun doing fitness and stuff, and, and, um, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. So I'm planning all those. And, um, yeah, it, it, so it's, it's a lot right now, um, you know, and also just trying to always network and, you know, focus on my, my own training, too, because with Strongman, I, I am trying to get stronger. Um, so it's just, you know, it, again, it can be, like, one of those things where it's, like, overwhelming to some, but, like, that's where I thrive. So for me, like, I always want to be busy. Um, so, you know, 
it, it's all got me caught up. So I'm all like, yeah, I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. <clears throat> so, uh, with your classes, how many, um, how many classes do you teach in a week? Well, so that's the thing. So I do, um, mainly personal training and then I have like three classes a week, like, you know, like a total body boot camp kind of like, you know, functional training, uh, class. And then I do, uh, like my killer core classes. Um, but those are, yeah, those, those are just what I do. And then like the move fit one is always at a different venue and a different like place. So it could be, it could pop up. Like I'm going to, like I announced one that I have next weekend. I announced it two weeks ago. They usually announce it like two weeks prior, and that way people can like go the info and like you know get their ticket. Most of the time, it goes to St. Jude or the American Lung Association because I'm an ambassador for both. And um, and then from there, it's kind of more exciting that way. So uh, you like never know where it's going to be. So I try to do one or two of those a month. Uh, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> uh, and uh, do you, you do online training as well, right? So, yeah, so basically, like, for I have a couple people, you know, Georgia, Texas, like, different places that have found me through Instagram or their friends live in Nashville or whatever it is. And um, and and um, and basically what I do is I just write up online plans for them. I partnered with a registered dietitian um, as well to help me get meal plans to people. Um, so that way they're following macros and eating their body and, like, what they're doing. Um, and then uh, that way, like, in my plans, they have something that they're doing every day. Um, usually I do it like a month at a time and that way people don't get overwhelmed and they can focus it, focus in on like learning the movements, getting their form proper and, um, you know, total body workouts that they can do anywhere. Um, so yeah. Cool. Very cool. And, uh, the online training, um, is that like for any kind of goal or, or do you only take certain people for that or? Right. So basically, um, like, for me, I have done like a strength training program um, for some some clients as well, um, and then usually most of the time it's for weight loss. Right. So like full body, like cardio based. Um, but again, I have clients that are like, "Hey, can I have clients that I see in person and also have online all my plans?" So I make it for like what they need. So if they have a gym and they have access to equipment, then I like set their plan up for them. So I just basically have a free consult. Uh, with people, they just email me at danny at dannyfitness.com. And um, whenever they do that, like, uh, they reach out and tell me that these are my goals. This is what access the equipment that I have. And then I just program from there. And basically, the, the main thing that I think people, like, that attract them to me, like, is one, my story. Because of, like, I've been in their shoes. So, like, I know where they're at. And then I've gotten to live this life of now becoming an athlete. You know, and being considered an athlete, and mm-hmm. and it's not even that it matters that other people see me as that, but like I see myself as that now. Yeah. And so I think we'll look at that, and they're just, man, like I want to, I want to be strong. And for women, like I really think that it, it's it's about not just being physically strong, but mentally strong, and um, and you know, and being able to stand up for like you know anything, like what they what they want, and not being pushed around, and like actually like learning about more about themselves. And I think that movement shows you that. Um, so with my training, my main thing is like accountability. So I'm there to help them talk through their problems, like get them on the right track, the right mindset, um, and really like focus on like what are we fighting for? Yeah. Cool. So so you've talked about um, <clears throat> like body image and um, mentality and uh, things like that. Um, if if you had to like make a bullet point, you know of uh, of like the top three things that that you kind of promote with your weight loss programs, what do you think they would be? 
Um, so basically, and like, let me like preface this and say like, my niches in like weight loss, yes, because like people want to feel better and get stronger. So like, for me, like, but again, you know, it's never about the actual weight. Like, I have always weighed a lot. Like my weight, at the age of ten, and when I was considered quote unquote thin, was more than like most women, like like forty year old women. Okay, so I have larger bones. I have larger frame. Like, so for me, I have never cared like what the weight number was. And so when like I am talking you know, to my women about like getting healthier and stuff, like I literally I don't let them weigh themselves. They can weigh once a month for a check in if they want. Um, you know, they can do like in body scan the first time. Let me see like where their visceral fat is. Let me see where the rest of the metabolic rate is. Like those the important things that actually matter. Yeah. And you know, body fat things like that. Um, because again, like I don't. I mean, it's fine if they have a goal. Like they want to lose this amount of weight or whatever. But I would rather focus on them not living in the past. Like I feel like a lot of times as humans, we try to live like, oh, I want to live like that. I want to be like, how Well, I never had that, right? I, I, like everything that I've done, I've never ha- like been able to get back to something that I was because I always was like unhealthy and, and bigger and whatever. So for me, I look at it as we're trying to create this new person, like this new body, this new, like see what it can accomplish and what it can do from there. Yeah. And I think that with that mindset, then it helps them realize, like, oh, like it's okay that, like, like I actually look better now than I ever did because my goals then are not what my goals are now. Right. You know, I'm a mom. I've had three kids. Like, you know, like, um, I my body has changed. Like, you know, maybe I'm, you know, a uh, a, a guy that heavier than possible to weight but doesn't really have the muscle that he wants, so he doesn't go safe. And like you know, that those are the people that like I want to work with. Like I thrive off of because they they really are looking to just be like that, like figure out like who they are, and mm-hmm. I want to help them. That. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I think something interesting you said is people live in the past, and that's very true. People always uh, they want to get back to like their high school accomplishments, like oh, I used to bench press this, or you know, or. Uh, I want to wear these pants I wore in high school or yeah. and that always confused me a lot too. Cause it's like, you're still a child in high school. Like why would, why does anybody want to be the size of a child? <laughs> I mean, no, I totally, I totally get that. And you know, I, I think with my main three things, like, you know, my main thing that I say is, you know, that we're going to fight for what we want. We're going to get our movement in. So get your movement in. Um, and then, you know, I talk about just love, like love your body yeah. um, because like, this journey is hard, especially if you are wanting to feel more comfortable in your skin and that means you need your body fat to come down. And, like if that's what you're telling me you want to do, then, you know, it is kind of disheartening when like you don't feel good or you have a bad day or, you know, we've all had bad workouts and things like that. So it's so easy to just be like, ugh, I'm not going to continue with this or whatever. That's why I think we find what that fight is. And we go back to that every time we want to quit. Like, like even as strongmen, I'll be competing and like, I'll just be like, like stop, like just go, like stop doubting yourself and mm-hmm. pick the way up and keep going, or like you know, or whatever, and um, and and give it your all because I know what my fight is, and it's like, at life is hard, you know, like life is hard, yeah. so like that we're doing like the monster sling and like the straw man and stuff like that like that is the fun stuff that is the stuff that like 
we should be looking at like as man I can't believe I, I do this like this is incredible the things that we are doing and anyone should feel about that like any sport they do um, or even just like getting their movement in like you should feel accomplished because it is a big deal and like that's what I want to stress to people out. like you don't have to be a strongman athlete like, like me but that's just where I found my safety like that's where I found like where I feel my best so like let's try to find out like what you feel your best yeah for sure <laughs> very cool um, well, I think, uh, we're about out of time here. Um, do you want to give any advice to anybody out there that might be, uh, you know, uh, going through any of the stuff that you went through earlier, uh, body shaming, anything like that? If you could just give a, a few words, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think that if I would have known at that age, that one, it, no one's opinion really actually matters, right? Except for your own. I don't care if it's your significant other, your mother, your brother, whatever. They're not living in your body. So if I could have quiet the nonsense, like if I could have just shut that out and and continue to focus on like, no, like I actually like love myself. I'm like, because I did that for a long time. But you know, when you keep hearing something all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time, you just start to internalize it and then you start to be it. Yeah. Um, so, so for me, like, you know, I didn't really have the support that like I needed, so I would encourage anyone to find like-minded people. Like for me, that's Matt McQuiston, Blake Harris, you know, um, you know, uh, like every, you know, my client, like people that believe in me and that love me for me, even though I've lost, you know, weight, like and I've gotten stronger, or whatever. Like they loved me no matter what, and you know, because they saw that like I loved myself and I was always working to be better, and I still am, but like. It, you know, I didn't hate myself throughout it. I feel like a lot of people put them to hate themselves, and and I did at one point, and that was just miserable. So I think that if you could just focus on that one positive a day, um, and tell yourself that you're gonna you're gonna change the situation, like you're not gonna be what everyone's telling you to be, you're gonna be who you want to be. That is the main point that I can give anybody. So just quiet the nonsense. Cool, solid advice. <laughs> Uh, I want to I want to thank you for taking the time uh, out of your day and uh, joining us here. It's been a good time. Thank you so much. I loved it. This is awesome. Uh, this has been uh, John the Viking Mauser and uh, Danny Dyer. Get strong or die. <laughs>